Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing thrilling host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Good, good, good. And what, Josh, let's start here. You got, I'm sure you got some, some big news to share with our listeners yeah, I had a uh, really ambitious plan, but it really comes down to there's an existential issue at play. Mm. And I'm thinking maybe if we put a elementary school into our podcast, everyone will like us more. Yeah, I, and I, I promise I'm not just doing it so the state will pay me rent to house that elementary school in my house. I'm not even fully sure that John Angelus knows what existential means after reading that piece. I don't think, right, let's back up. I know you don't, you don't want to get to it. People, let's, let's talk some other stuff first. Then let's get to John Angelos because man, the Orioles have an off day. And do you think his whole thing is, Hey, the Orioles are off day. I'm going to be, I'm going to put the Orioles in the news. I love it. I can't wait to see what happens next off day. When's the Orioles next? (laughs) I I think, uh, uh, it's Thursday and off day. Thursday might be, or it's next week. All right. Um, but, uh, big news is I moved. I assume that's where you were originally going. And you froze again. So I actually was going you? with your new uh, Gunner and Roses shirt. I thought that's that was my – that's where I was I, going with the big announcement. All right. Fine. Let's talk T-shirts. So, but, but, but if you think a house is a bigger deal, I all thought right. your priorities all screwed up. I thought Birdland Sports was your love of your all life. Right. Now all of a sudden you're talking about a house. Right. I'll talk, What's more important? I'll talk about the house in a moment. I mean, right. I'll talk about Birdland Sports. Because uh, I got two issues. All One, right. Here we go. Guns and hoses. That was sent to me by a listener. Yeah. Who said that you got to make this a shirt. Yeah, that's a cool, and, that's a cool idea. And, and the more I thought about it, the more it made me laugh. So yeah. I had to make it. So I worked on it this weekend. I think it turned out pretty cool. I made it in a hotel room, which will take us back to the moving conversation, but got it up there. And it's honestly, it's selling okay. It's doing perfectly fine. I'm happy with it. Sure. Do you, do you know what the most popular shirt is that I'm selling right now? And uh, every single time it's my little phone goes, ching. I tell my wife, please, not another one of these shirts because I hate to sell this shirt, but everybody wants one. Oh, it's the John Angelos with the cla- with the Yes, yes yeah. it's John Angelos. Sell the team. Yeah. And, and I'm like, why? And I'll ask myself, why, why did I sell six of them today? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the guy's just an idiot. I'm like, is someone sharing this? Nope. The guy is such an idiot that people keep finding his shirt on their own. Yeah. Well, I mean, John Angelos is is helping you out. He is. He is. He is. I don't know if you guys got some sort of under-the-table deal going on, but he, he's helping you I was, out. I was thinking of, of updating my warehouse shirt to instead of right now it's the warehouse and it says home because I think a home is the Camden Yards in the warehouse. I'm right. thinking of changing it to just be the warehouse and say future elementary school. Hmm. 
or like uh what's that show uh zoolander where they've got like the future like library for kids that can read good yeah yeah something like that for a john angelo school because yeah. it's so ridiculous yeah uh but yeah, but I think you were really trying to get at the fact that I moved on Monday. Oh yeah, that's a bigger deal. You're in it's a, a much it's a much bigger deal. So you're now recording from a new location, a new house. I am recording. I have a new desk. I sent you a picture earlier today. I said it's uh, put give together. Me, I said, give me an extra hour. I have yeah. to get this thing put together. And I, I, got, I said I'll take the over on that yeah. hour. I, I got it put together. All right. Everything's kind of sorted, put together so I could podcast. Is that There's, an IKEA desk? It is not. Oh, it's like a it was like a Fabletics or something. It's not okay. Fab, Fab, Fabrizio or something like that. Fabletics says the leggings. That's true. Fabletics is the leggings and desks. Um, yeah, we can talk Fabletics sometime because my entire wardrobe now is Fabletics. Okay. When I'm not working, it's Fabletics. Okay, I, I rely more and more on uh, Dad's throwaways for my closet, so to teach their own. Okay, all right. Every time I um, go there now, I get like five more shirts. All right, well, that's different. My shirts are all Birdland Sports, as they should be. Right, right, right. Um, but it's like Fabrizio. <laughs> I don't know. It's an Amazon desk. It went together. I'm actually pretty happy with it. It's, it gives me a little bit more room than my old desk. Right. My only problem I had when setting up all the podcast stuff is there's definitely some wires missing. And my uh, Rodecaster, like, mic preamp thing is missing as well. They are in the pod somewhere. The pod did not show up until around 7 o'clock tonight. So I got I got out as much as I can to get things put back together so we can podcast tonight. So I'm in good shape. New uh, new office, new setup. I'm real excited about it. And you can see nothing's on the wall yet because all I got together was the desk. Where Probably. are the bobbleheads? They are also in the pod. I got. Are they them. securely? Are they uh, bubble wrapped? They are bubble wrapped. Yes, each of the they are all bubble wrapped. I haven't okay. figured out how to display it yet. I haven't. I got to put some TVs up in here. I got to put bobbleheads up here. And more importantly, I got to put doors on here because this room doesn't have any doors. It's a big open side. Uh, the left side is a big open doorway. So mm. if you hear any noises or kids or doors opening or anything, for now, just <laughs> give me a little patience until we get those doors. And also understand that those kids that are making a little bit of noise are now trying to go to bed and they're going to hear me yelling about the Orioles mm. or more importantly, yelling about John Angelos. Josh bought the perfect house. It just has one flaw. No doors. It's a, hey, it's a brand new house. We are the very first person people on the street. Okay. Uh, the other people move onto the street next week. But right now, okay. I walk outside. It is dead silent because there is no other homeowners around here. It's awesome. Uh, only problem is I was supposed to move in on Friday, and they had a land problem. Actually, two problems. First was a land problem because of us being the first home on the street. I don't even know what that means. It just kept telling me land issue which meant I couldn't move in until Monday, which meant a weekend in the hotel. Yeah, that sounds dangerous in Florida. I always assume when there's any issue, there's like an a alligator on the loose or something that they need to need to, to wrestle down. Here's, get here's, down now, there. I'm, I'm not complaining. I love this house. It's awesome. There's plenty of good things. But telling you all the good things about it does not make for a good podcast. So here's issue number two. All right. You ready for issue number two? Wait, what was issue one? No doors or bad land? No, no. It's, all right, fine. Issue number one was that I couldn't get in until Monday when I was supposed to move right. on Friday. Because bad land. Uh, that also could be like one of those, you know, Portuguese situations where the maybe the house is built on a cemetery or something. And like a pet cemetery? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
issue and and this does not even get to into the issue of trying to move by myself nightmare destroy myself a, i i can tell you, you know, nightmares about moving from maryland to georgia yep i know you did the same thing and i think we both when we lived in maryland we would help each other move so yeah. we'd at least have each other and it didn't seem as bad right where uh now all of a sudden we both had to do it on our own and it's way different all right um but Issue number three, no mail showed up today. And I had some Amazon things coming in because you know how it goes. You you go to a new house, you got stuff, you order it, so it shows up at the house. Right. So it didn't show up. So I go onto my tracking and it says, USPS has put a hold on this. And I'm like, well, what does this mean? And then I'm, yesterday when I went and got my keys to the amenity center and the uh, the pool and the gym and all the stuff that oh, comes with the fancy neighborhood. fancy amenity center. Yeah. We, oh, we yeah, don't have yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. in Macon. You guys got amenity centers. No, nice. I, got, I got a pool. I got pickleball courts. I got a basketball court. I got, uh, I think there's a volleyball court over there. Lots of trails. I got kayaks. If I want to go out on the river, there's some kayaks here I can take. All right. So, all right. I just so, bragging. So they gave me a little, they gave me a little key fob. That um, that handles all that stuff. So, when they gave me the key fob, they did not give me the mailbox key. And he says, "Oh, I'll have to figure out. I've never had. I've never had this where I don't have the mailbox key. I'll figure wait, wait, it out. Mailbox? Key you guys don't have a normal mailbox? No, nobody has mailboxes anymore. I don't know if it's a, just down here. Are you what. in a condo or a standalone house? I am in a standalone house. And you don't have a mailbox? No, like they put all the mailboxes in one location and you have to like go to the mailbox and unlock it. I thought that was like a condo or townhouse thing. It's it's like all new neighborhoods now. All right. That's news it's, to it, me. It's what it's called is lazy mailmen. And I'm, I'm sorry, we probably have some mailmen that listen because it seems like a great uh, podcast. It seems like a great thing for listening to I while you're delivering mail. I got mailmans up here. Go door to door. I appreciate all Walking of Walking door to door. I think Bob uh, Phelan over at uh, On the Verge is a mailman. For some reason, a mail I think carrier that, or a mail carrier. But uh, you giving me faces like I'm just making this up. He's, I'm pretty sure he's a mailman. I, I, I would have no idea what he does right. for a living. I don't know anyone on Twitter who I follow. I have no idea right. what they do for a no living. No problem I with mailman. I can't name one person's occupation who I follow on Twitter. Right. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> No problem with the mailman, but I think it's laziness of mailmen that they're putting all these mailboxes together. Anyway, no key for me. Efficiency, Josh, not laziness. The word is efficiency. Right. Anyway, no big deal. I called the guy this morning. He said, I'll call you back. And then I get this thing from Amazon about there being a hold on my thing. Yeah. So I go and I look into it. And finally, I call and they say, oh, well, you don't have a mailbox. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, (laughs) construction's behind and the mailboxes have not been installed yet for your home. Oh, In fact, your entire mailbox. street doesn't have a mailbox yet. Mm. So now I have to go to the post office myself each day to man collect my mail. So in other words, I am my own mailman. Yeah, so there's an existential issue with you and the mail. Yes. Uh, one would wonder, why can't you just like, why do you need a box to put the mail in? Can you just put it on your doorstep? Because they don't come to your door. They go to this one spot that has everyone's right, mailboxes in the section. Since the mailbox doesn't exist yet, can't they just, you know. No, it's got to be, like, right. be a little lockbox or something because people steal mail apparently. I don't know. But I got a check in the mail from that other podcast of yours I edit. And I would like to have that check. And it's now put on a hold because I don't have a mailbox. 
Oh, yeah. That's annoying. I'm waiting for a check, too. A complicated issue with insurance, with homeowner's insurance for my for the uh, place in, in, in Arnold. And they sent it to the Arnold house. And I don't know if I have any way of getting it <laughs> unless someone sends it forward to me. Yeah. But I don't think they will. So I don't right, know if that, I'll just see it. Uh, that's tricky. Yeah. Um, I, I, I told, did I tell you? Um, life has been so crazy. Did I tell you about my credit cards being hacked? No. I didn't even get into that on this podcast. I, yeah. I, I have identity theft protection, so no one can hack my All credit. Right. That's right. <laughs> you did tell me about that. So we might have talked about because, that. Because Mercer University was hacked. Right. And, and so now they gave me a free year of identity yeah. theft protection. Yeah. No, I had, uh, I had a bunch of purchases made in Bangladesh. Okay. So I had to, had to deal with that. Um, and it was the same day that my uh, – same day my father-in-law passed away so i think we ended up talking about that on the podcast and not my not my <coughs> bank when it issues. rains it pours but we moved into this house everything's great except for those issues that aren't really really issues they're just funny little things and i think uh yeah i'm excited i got this whole office to get set up so we'll be in good shape for uh playoff baseball i'm upgrading the, the AC's my working it's nice and cool I got AC. When's the last time I recorded in a, in a spot with AC? I don't know. Josh, let me ask you a question about playoff baseball. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, uh, you know, I'll go all, you know, we can playoffs. We talk playoffs, but we're like a 99.8% yeah. chance now of playoffs. No one in the American League has a higher percentage chance no. of making the playoffs than we do. I don't, even back when the Orioles were good in like that 2012, 2014, 2016, we never had this high of a percentage. Yeah. How are you feeling about the division? You feel confident that. We're going to win the division, or you think this is going to be a dogfight to 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 the end? No, I I feel so good about the division. See, I we, I, 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 I I don't only because I thought when Ronda Franco went out for the for the Rays, plus their you know ace pitcher was out for the year. I, I thought they would kind of roll up. over and fall, but but they continue to play decent baseball. Uh, I thought I thought maybe this West Coast trip, we, we you know I said. Maybe we get five games up, but they just stay right with us, and yeah, and we still play them heads up. Uh, I'm just I'm nervous. I think it's going to be a dogfight until the end. And you know, I I'll tell you when looking at yeah. the division, I like I the that. Rays are better than I thought they were. The Rays are good, but I like that Boston and New York are completely out of it. I like that Toronto is basically out of it. I mean, this series no, right hunting, now for Toronto is huge. They're hunting for the wild card, not yeah. the division anymore. Right, right. Um. So I, I like the U.S. chance. I like that we have like the third or fourth easiest schedule left in baseball in the American League. Yeah. Like we went through all that hard stuff. I like that we play great against the AL East. So I feel perfectly fine about us taking this uh, division. I hate that we got to – we're both in this boat where we're going to have to travel for playoff baseball. But yeah, even gosh, looking at the we, schedule, much... we don't – I, I was thinking about that today. Do we travel for right? Do we travel for division? Do we travel for championship? Do we save right. it up for the World Series? Because, Is this where you're going? Yeah, because if I knew, if you told me, like we were going to make make the World Series, I wouldn't go to the divisional or championship rounds. I would wait and just go to the World Series and put all my eggs in the World Series basket. All right. But at the all other right. hand, that's how, that's, that's, if yeah. here's that's my plan, I'll tell you right now what my plan is because I thought right. this out. On the other hand. There's no guarantee they'll make the World Series. In fact, if I was a betting man, this is the Orioles. They're young, right? They're they're inexperienced. I if I was a betting man, I think it would be unlikely that they make it to the World Series this year. 
just given kind of, you know, what inexperienced teams usually do in the playoffs, given our starting pitching staff, whatever. So uh-huh. my plan is divisional round. I assume we're, I, I don't want to talk about wild cards nonsense. The D- D- divisional round. I want to be there for at least one, one game, maybe two to experience the playoff atmosphere to make sure, to make sure yes. I see a playoff game. Okay. Championship series. I'm willing to kind of miss it. I'm willing to watch it at home. And if they go to the world series, I'll go back. So my right. plan is divisional series and world series. All right. I'm with you on divisional series. Hoping was, they fall nicely on weekends. Right, exactly. I was looking at it and trying because I also have a flexible work schedule. Yeah, so yours I is could, more flexible than mine. So I can go and I could work in, in Maryland for a few days. Yeah. So I could make that work. Which I can't fly all my students to Maryland. Um, I... Yes, divisional series, I'll be there. Whatever the first the first playoff game, I'll be there because uh, we need to be part of that atmosphere. I get yeah. that. That's important to us. It's important to us, but it's been important to me with both Section 336 and Birdland Sports. It's important, important to us as lifelong diehard fans yeah. to be there together. Um, but it gets more complicated because that division, some of those divisional games or championship games could be in Tampa. Do we go to Tampa? Yeah. Because Tampa, I can just drive over to. So yeah. I'm, I want to be in Baltimore. I want the Baltimore atmosphere, but do I also tap on a Tampa? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, the whole idea of being in an away stadium, I For mean, a big you know, game. Yeah. My feelings of this on, like, I want Tampa Bay Stadium to be full of Tampa Bay fans. I'm sorry, I do. I want it to be full. Of Ray fans for their playoff games. Yes. And I want our stadium to be full of our fans but for our playoff games. I, I like game, that. What if it's game five? Yeah. Listen, I'm going to check the ticket prices. I'm going to go StubHub or whatever it is. I'm going to look at All the right. ticket prices. All right. Let's make it a little bit more complicated because this is my biggest fear. Yeah. And we can get to why it's my biggest fear. But the World Series? Oh, yeah. Where do we go with this? Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Sure. Yeah. How do we handle that? See now, now that's a, a, a short road trip for me, you know, from my yes. house. So that's an and, easy and it's a, it's drivable for me. me. Yeah. So it's a Thompson where we'll we'll figure out a way to get there. But yeah. I got this major problem because Owen is a Braves fan. Yeah. And I don't want to take a Braves fan to an Orioles World Series. Wow. Against I the have, Braves. Yeah. And you have Silas. Who will say the Braves is his second team yeah. because of growing? You're now raising him in Braves country. Yeah, and I feel okay with that. I feel confident that he will remain Orioles fan because he's young enough. Yes. to just do what I tell him. My concern more is like I don't really want to spend a couple hundred bucks for a well, ticket for him. That's yes. more my concern. Well, that's exactly that's part of the that's part of the problem too. That's where at least going home to Baltimore, we know, hey, we're locked to these. We only have three seasons of our season tickets. We can't get any more. Yeah, I've already sat down and had conversations with Silas about this. He hasn't fully <laughs> accepted it, but I've told him, listen, right. it is likely that if we go to the playoffs, yes. I'm going and you're not. I've he had still this... doesn't believe me and appreciate yep. it. I have because I, I've never gone to a game without him. But I, I'm trying to tell him. I've had the same conversation. Um, yeah. That's why it gets complicated if it's the Braves. So I've been rooting against the Braves. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and being and listen, I have nothing. I like everyone here who, who roots for Atlanta. Like, I don't hate Atlanta. Um, no, me. But either. it's annoying. I, just, I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, and, and it it's annoying living. I think in a state where you want your team to win the World Series and the the team you're living in wins the World Series because it's just in your face, right, all the time. Exactly. I even yeah. like get annoyed. That now I'm, I'm Facebook friends with a bunch of Atlanta people, and they're always posting my Braves games. <laughs> oh yeah, how awesome they, the Braves are! Right when they give the World Series rings away and everything, yeah, yeah, I just find it a little bit. It, it annoys me um, just because I want you know I want the Orioles to be in that situation. But no, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so those are some obstacles we have to navigate come playoffs. Yeah, this goes back to our discussion, our ever going discussion about being an Orioles fan out of town. Yeah, these are people. I mean, and our, we have a lot of podcast listeners who are out of towners, you know, with us. And so these are, I'm sure, conversations happening in every kind of household, figuring out how yeah. they can get to Baltimore for playoff games. You know, and you how know important what the, is it to get to Baltimore for playoff games and such? Yeah, you know what these issues are. What issues are these? Existential issues. Yeah, existential issues. <laughs> uh, ex- existential issues about our fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. The Orioles are continuing to play well. Six and three on the road trip. So right. a, a little west. hiccup against the – yeah, yeah, out west. A little hiccup against the Padres. Um, to, totally cleaned house against the Athletics. As you should. Yeah, as you should. It wasn't even competitive. Uh, Josh, any thoughts about the West Coast trip? Yeah, Six wanna, and three you feel good about? I want to talk about Gunner. And Gunner running past the cycle. Yeah, what a have, knucklehead this guy is. Go ahead, on. Josh. Lay into no, it. I love it. I'm waiting I for love, this. You love I it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it because what I don't get is we are destroying the athletics. So he does not need to stretch that thing into a double. So, But I love the attitude of – Yeah, well, but he selfishly did, right? It was a double. It was like I hit it. It was a double. It, he didn't – He did. I like the idea. I We see too many guys – not hustle down the line. I like that. Here's a moment where he had no need to hustle. Everyone knew he knew going in that all he needed was a single, and he still hustled the first and took second. Okay, and now his name won't be listed among the greats like Jonathan Br and Felix Pa and Aubrey Huff. Exactly, as being Orioles hit for the cycle. Uh, Gunner will get another cycle. He will get the <laughs> chance at a cycle. Yeah. Uh, I think most would argue that four base hit, four extra base hits is more impressive than a cycle. Yes, anyway. it is definitely definitely more impressive. Yeah, so I know I, I agree with you, Josh. And I I don't want to turn something small like this into a big deal, but but it, you're right. It tells it you about is, the player. Well, I think it's more than the player. I I, I think that going from first to second on that play where he could have stopped at first is almost symbolic of this entire team, right? Like, no one has sat down with Adley Rutschman and told him that he's a freaking superstar and he doesn't need to run hard to first base all the time because superstars don't run hard to first base on every single hit, right? Or every single ground out. But Adley Rutschman doesn't know any better, and so he runs freaking hard for every ground out. Gunnar Henderson is the same way. He doesn't even – it can't even – even if he wanted to stop at first to get the cycle, he literally can't because it's not the way he plays. Right. And like you could almost Love it. 
Love see it. shots of him at second base, like like like, what, what can I do? Yeah, like, just, it's to, just where, the way I play. I can't stop right. him for space. Where the dugouts all like making fun of him for going yeah. to second, and yeah, I, it's just how he plays, and that, that's the guys I want on my team. And I feel like that's his whole team. This whole team. Um, I feel like Ron Matkoff should write Ryan Matkoff. I feel like it's true. Adley, right? Like they yeah. just play freaking hard and it's the only way they know how to play. And so this idea that they would pull up, like, I don't think it was like he was being unselfish by going to second and not going to cycle. Like, it was, it's not about that. It's just about, he just plays hard and that's the only way he knows how to play. And that's true with this team. There's, it's just a bunch of guys who just play super hard. Right. Um, even and though they're superstars. And it's also part of why you see them having fun. Yeah. Because they're not worried about that other stuff. They're just hit ball, hit the ball, get a double. And it's like, no, I hit the ball hard enough. It's not a single. It's a double. I'm going to take the double. So it's like, yeah, it's exactly what we want. Yeah, it's it's fun. So I, I was I was laughing at the reactions of the of the uh, the bench when he ran to second. Everyone's yeah. saying, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but you're uh, right. It's funny it's because. Funny. All right, this, the cycle is the cycle is what it is. Is it impressive? Yeah, kind of, because you got four hits. But is a single more impressive than a double just because it, you didn't get one that game? No. Yeah, like obviously you'd rather have two doubles than a double and a single. Right. right it's just right. the anomaly of having and it's like, all of them. Right. And it's like, game. yeah, we were killing the A's at that point. But what if it was a close game? You want him to pull back and hold to a single when he could get into scoring position? No. Yeah. And um, I think you joined like Cal Ripken as the other, the only other player this young to to do that, right? And and I just and, and I I mentioned the cycle not, list, not a bad comparison. Yeah, like I mentioned the the cycle list, and it's just a you know, there's just a random comp- compilation. Of, it just shows how random the yeah. cycle is. Um, it's not just saved. I mean, Brooks Robinson and Cal Ripken have one, but then outside of that, yes. it's just a bunch of random rules. Yeah, were you more impressed? By uh, by him hustling out this double or the Mateo inside the park. Yeah. This is the same game. I know that it, it's one of those like it, you know everyone doesn't want Mateo on this team and and then he does like a play like that and it's not just that it's a home run it's like it's so freaking exciting like it's well, one of those plays I was you just jump off your couch when you're watching it say ah and then when the ball got away you're like a triple a triple and then you see uh you know I'm waving over yeah. the, the windmill over there on third and ah it's just it's the most exciting play in sports especially when it's kind of a super fast guy um so yeah the 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 inside the park was awesome and it's it's also it's one of those things that only Jorge Mateo can do. Yeah, no one no, else. Is no one else on yeah. his team can do that. Yeah, and it shows you like, yeah, he's not going to get inside the park home runs that often. But it shows you that speed, which is why he's on this team for a game where you can put him as a pinch runner in the tenth. Yeah, where he's going to score. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And now he's, I mean, he's starting a little bit. He's starting again today. He's, he's getting the starts against lefties. So. Yeah, because he's hit, he's back to hitting the ball better. Well, so. I mean, if you get one hit every 10 at bats, I mean, I it's, better. Hitting it better. it's better than it, it's better than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your boy McKenna's back too, though. And, and not surprised he's back with the injury to Hicks. Right. Surprised well, it's, he's it's playing as has, much as he's playing. Yeah. So. Uh, Batista uh, Bauman just gave up a home run in the 10th as yeah, we're I recording. It. I saw it. Um, 
Josh, real quick, are you, are you surprised that McKenna got the call up and not Heston Kerstat? No, because of the 40-man crap. Kerstat's not on the 40-man. <coughs> McKenna still is. I'd love to see Kerstat up. I am more surprised that now national writers are, are writing and tweeting about how the Orioles might bring Holiday up and are seriously considering bringing Holiday up. What percentage I, chance you think that the Orioles bring up Holiday? Are you including the extra two slots in September? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 40%. 40%. Here's what I don't understand how all the all the minor leagues the stuff works. I don't I don't understand how this stuff works. My question is if he's called up in September, will that imp- I mean because the plan is I assume he's going to start the year or very close to the beginning of the year. Right next year yeah so I which think, would make them in the running still rookie eligible and make him in the running for an extra draft pick if he finishes top three rookie of the year right which is, what, him do. which is what we're expecting gunner to do this year now maybe yeah and september call up won't affect no any of that no it won't oh what so, it'll affect what it'll what's affect? the downside like maybe, maybe there's You're, a clock thing downside of September, but it would be clock and it would be forty man management, right? Because then you don't, if you don't bring them up, you don't have to put them on your forty man until March, April. You if you put them on, if you bring them up in September, you got to put them on your forty man. So it's just right. forty man construction would be the, right, which is the it, whole off season. He's there, so maybe there's right. a little less flexibility in the off season. Right, where we already don't have that much flexibility on our forty man because yeah. there's people they don't dump that they should dump. Okay, so then the next question obviously is, is so I, with the, all that said, I don't, I don't think it hurts Soros a lot to call him in September. I don't think it's a big, no, a no. Big if you if you plan on him starting with the team, and that's the question is, does he break camp? If yeah. your plan is he's going to break camp, then there's no then then there's, you might as well bring him up in September and give him that experience. Right. Now, if the plan was to bring him up in, you know, maybe June or July, then maybe you have a different conversation. But right. I, exactly. But 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 that but that would be silly. So then the next question is, do you think he is an upgrade of what you currently have? And uh, so I assume he would play maybe Gunner at short, him at second. Right. So the problem is then, yeah, you it's if you look at Urias's numbers, they've been pretty bad this year. I think Mateo's numbers have been so bad that you haven't paid much attention to Urias. So I think Holiday could be an improvement there. That's the question is, and that's where that's where this whole loyalty to your players is tough because uh, you can bring them up in September as the extra man, and then you can give guys like Frazier and stuff a little bit more rest. Because Jack Holiday is a lefty, so right. maybe he would be taking Adam Frazier's start. Right. But you don't want to get to the point, right? But what you don't want to do as uh, as you built this team, there's I'm, I, there seems to be hesitation of like removing Frazier for from uh, postseason eligibility or the postseason roster. You're going to want him in there. So this holiday call up would be you would think just for September. But then if it's an upgrade, why wouldn't you want it in playoffs? So it oh yeah, but September he's going to be there for. The playoffs, and so then it, you're right. It's who do you who are you removing from that infield? Right, Urias, who, Frazier or Mateo? Right, a guy that, to be there. Right, a guy that helped you get here. So it gets tricky with that. We like our players type mentality, and the veteran leadership, which I think probably matters in the playoffs. I don't know. 
it's hard to kind of quantify that, but I think it does matter. No, I think it matters. I think the I think the clubhouse and all does matter on this team, and that's part of what's really special about this team is how it all gels. Yeah, but Josh, it's holiday. (laughs) If you had to choose holiday or Mateo, doesn't and listen, we're gonna have playoff games. We're gonna have playoff games that are one run games. Yes, that a holiday walk could make the difference between, you know, yeah. as opposed to a Mateo strikeout. strikeout yeah. Could make the difference in whether they lose. Yeah. No, it gets it I, gets tricky because and it gets tricky because this isn't a video game. This isn't us playing MLB the show where you just pick the best guy based on stats or the fastest right. guy. This is like real people. Who has a better rating? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like if I cut someone in the, in my show season I don't get like all the feels of like, oh, I cut this video game character. It's like, no, like it's 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 extremely tricky. And I don't know because you don't want to you don't want to thin out your pen because you need that in the playoffs. But maybe you do thin it out a little bit because you're going to put some starters back there because you don't need a six man rotation. Yeah, I mean, it's already been thinned out. Right. So yeah, there's and and listen. I mean, we haven't got into it. And I don't know if you have time to get into it this episode, but um, John Means is on his way back. Yeah, and pitching okay. They finally made the decision. It sounds like that Tyler Wells is going to be co- coming out of the bullpen now. Thank goodness. Right. Same with Deal Hall. But, but but it seems like they're looking at John Means could maybe start because he, yes. So I, I think John Means they're will giving start. him more innings. They said his next start will be at Norfolk, and he'll throw five innings. Is the right. goal. I know, and he just did four at Bowie, so they're getting him into starting. Oh, yeah, he's going to start this season for the Orioles. Right. I have no doubt. And But Wells and Hall will be moved to to, to the bullpen, and there's right. not exactly spots open for those guys now. And no, those are you're, three guys. No, exactly, three guys play. into this pen. So, yeah. all right, so you, you get rid of Bauman. You get rid of you're, well, it's, you're, it's Vespi or you're, off this you're, team right you're now. Boy I can't Vespi. keep track. Your boy Vespi. Yeah. Is he on now or is he off? He's, he's like on every now, other week. All right. So, he's, he's so then you get rid of Bauman and then Cano's pitching well again. You're not going to get rid of Cano. You're not going to get rid of Batista. Do you get rid of Fuji? Fuji's yeah. got the stuff, but it's falling apart. Do you send, do you Fuji send him that? screams. He screams to me. Um, Bottom of the seventh inning, three to three in the playoffs, and he hangs one of those stupid splitters and Right, someone knocks it out for a three-run you know, homer, and he you know screams that to me in the playoffs. Yeah, and you know what that says to me? Pitching lab. Yeah, He's well, down yeah. for a few weeks in the pitching lab. Yeah, I mean the thing about Fuji that scares me is when he messes up, they usually hit a home run. Like I want a guy who messes up and they hit a single off him or something. Yeah, but when he messes up, it seems to go out of the yard every time. Right, but that's a little bit of Wells also. Now Wells is a bad yeah. I mean that, that was Wells' problem. He would give up the long ball too much. Right. Yeah. But we but, are going to have Wells coming back, which but it might be takes, different coming in the bullpen for Wells, right? And that's what I'm saying. Wells coming back takes that role of Fuji, and like I know we, I know Fuji is a rental, but he's not holding his part. Yeah. So I think he might be a guy gone. Yeah, I don't know. I see. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like Fuji's stuff is better than Wells. Wells has struggled the last time he was here with the Orioles. Will all of a sudden he magically put again in the bullpen? Like I think it's an open question of who's better. Who do you want in the playoffs? In a seventh inning situation or sixth inning situation, Fuji or Wells, I think it's an open question that the Orioles need to answer. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely going to get tricky as we try to figure this out. Yeah, and we don't need to figure it out today. And actually, we don't need to figure it out at all because Mike Elias needs to figure it out. But the Orioles don't need to figure it out today because Wells is still doing his thing. Hall is do Hall looks really good. Dale Hall looks really good. He's doing his thing, and John Means, you know, is doing his thing. So we they still have kind of a couple weeks to get through here um, to figure out the roles for all these guys. And and who knows? I mean, I, I hate making roster predictions about what's going to happen in two weeks because injuries happen all the time, stuff happens. So we shall see. But just some interesting things to watch. Yeah. Either way, it's been fun baseball, and we can't. We again, we can't complain. I feel like that's what we've always asked for is just fun baseball. Oh and, no! It's, this has been how, a freaking beautiful season. How quickly did football season sneak up on you? Yeah, I did not realize there was a game yesterday nope. until Twitter and people were talking about it like at 10 o'clock last night. Yeah, the people that cared that we lost a preseason game. Josh, I care. We had a really cool streak going on there. Yeah, yeah, but did we have any any even second string guys in the game? I don't know. No, I mean, and they watch. were playing their first string. It was our it was their first string offense versus our third string defense. Exactly. That's not, but nothing still. to worry about. Um, and did you see the owner try to high five uh, Joe Buck? No, no. Oh, you gotta watch the, the, tried to high five Joe Buck. No, 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 no. The the new Commanders owner, Magic Johnson. No, he's just a small minority owner. Uh, it was the main guy, whatever his oh, name is. He tried to high five Joe Buck. Joe Buck was like talking with his hands, okay. and they had him up there in the booth interview him. You have to see the replay. All right, I'll and watch. like when Joe Buck was gesturing with the hands, the owner thought like he was gesturing to handshake him, and so he took his hand to like handshake him. Then Joe Buck pulled away. It was really it's a completely awkward interview. Uh, that's um, great. All right, yeah, I'll check that check out. out. I do yeah. like the football news. I do like is that now there's backlash about changing the name to Commanders. And, and people protesting to get Redskins back. Mm. And now it's Native Americans protesting to get the name changed back. Well, Tony Kornheiser has been all over this because I like to listen to him. And he's like, the commander's name stinks. and has yeah, to We all know it stinks. Now, he doesn't want it to go back to, to the R word, but he thinks it stinks and should go back to being the Retarded. Washington football team. And I think that's what you think too, Josh, right? I, the I, love, the, I love the Washington football yeah, team. Yeah, that's what yeah. Tony thinks too, the yeah. Washington football team. Just yeah, I like the Washington football team. Yeah. That is my uh, fantasy football name. Is football team? Yeah, keeps nah. it straight and to the point. Yeah, yeah, you know, you don't get, I know. You get fancy with it. Nope, exactly. And I think you even lean into football team, and like your mascot is like a football. Yeah, or like a, or like a big bulky football player. Yeah. So I think you lean into that. Did we talk about enough other topics? Can we not talk about John Angelos? <laughs> I guess we have to. Did we waste enough time? Oh, to- I'm. It's so funny. I think we have to. Let's talk about the clown and his existential issue. Yeah. What? What? I don't even know where to start. Let's start at this. Why did he think it was a good idea to give an interview? Well, it sounds like that coming out of the Kevin Brown situation and then this bad story coming out on this, that he wanted to set the record straight and then we would all understand. Like, yeah, I mean, he he set this up, right? Like, I don't know exactly how this works. Um, no, this was like his, like, Hey, I'll explain to you all about, let me explain what the media has gotten wrong. And it made him look even worse. Yeah. And like the article, did you read the article? Yes. I read the article. Okay. Or did you just read read the quotes? No, I read the article twice because I was so confused trying to understand like what he thinks he's doing. I read the quotes on Twitter first. Yeah. And and then you're like, like, they must have, 
they might yeah they must have pulled two random quotes but those are like the only quotes that he said <laughs> that's the ones that they pulled i know that's like he's, that's what he said um and so and so we'll start with this josh um it said and you you kind of joked about this but i think this embodies how clueless angelos is he said, but Angelus, here's the quote from the article, but Angelus mentioned several of the possibilities. An elementary school located in the warehouse, a health yeah. and wellness clinic, inter- internships and mentorship programs yeah. for local youth. Josh, this is just like, it, it It screams Michael Scott just throwing things well, out there. Uh, yes. Like, and let no. me, everyone gets a scholarship who goes to elementary school too. <laughs> like, no, but it just, but- it's so cringy. No, yes, except it's not restaurants, bars, community centers. It's these specific schools because who pays for these schools? Government agencies. If you want to get if you want to get rich, get contracts with government agencies because they Josh, overpay for everything. Do but you yes, understand it's, just the logistical obstacles with putting a school in the warehouse? Yeah, what happens to those afternoon games? Those those businessman specials. It's an insane idea, and it's just and it clearly like there's not a specific plan here. He's just throwing things out that people might want to hear. Well, and oh, we can build elementary schools with the money. We want to build clinics with the money. Like all the money's going to go to build these government things that the people want. Yeah, we're going to tear down all these buildings and get rid of the poor people. We're gonna do schools. But we're gonna put schools. It, no, a private it is, school. You're right. It is Michael Scott. And it's so and bizarre. It's bizarre. And how about the fact that now he comes out and says the Kevin Brown situation was uh will never happen again. And then we're looking into it. It shouldn't it shouldn't have happened once. His quote was it shouldn't have happened once. When we all know he's the reason it all happened. Yeah. Yeah, it said uh, the the quote was um, Angelo said he hoped that Brown that Brown remain with the team for a long time. Nothing like this is going to happen again. He added, "It shouldn't have happened once." Um, I think it was Lockton wow. Orioles. Lockton Orioles had that meme of the hot dog. I don't know if you've seen that Netflix show where that meme comes from with the hot dog guy. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know the hot dog guy on Netflix. Okay, there's a Netflix show with a bunch of skits. Now I'm blank on the name. Um, but <laughs> one of them is is like the guy drives a Wienermobile through a building, and he's dressed up in a hot dog costume, and he comes out the car. He's like, who just did that? Who just drive, drove that car right through the, the, the building? And obviously it's him. He's dressed up in the hot dog costume. And so it was the so the meme was I think Lacton right. did this. The meme was like, who who did this? Like Angela's saying, right. who who suspended Kevin Brown? It's like, okay. no, you did, dude. Right. You did that's, it. That's that. I think you can leave now or something. Show like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah leave. Okay. Something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's. But then it's like every he didn't say anything smart. He talked about that, and why did it take him two weeks? If that was should have never happened, why didn't you come out that day and said, hey, it was a mistake. Kevin's going to be back tonight. Yes. This is the first time he even acknowledged something happened. Right? Like right. After ignoring it, after we got the reports of him running around trying to figure out who caused the leak. Yeah. And this is why John Andrews must have no PR team because he would have actually built some goodwill if he said, hey, listen – that was silly and petty, and I'm not sure exactly how it happened, 
but I'm sorry, Ke- Ke- Kevin Brown. I'm sorry this happened to you. You're reinstated immediately and like made like a public announcement about it. But instead, the little snake made Kevin Brown go out and put some lame message yeah, on X mis- while John Angelos to make John Angelos look good while Jan- John Angelos just hid behind his desk and piles of money like uh, Scrooge McDuck. Ridiculous. Right. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Am I missing anything else? Or is it time yeah, to jump? Yeah, to the, yeah. is it time? No, no. Hold, missing the hold most on, important no. Book. Yeah. No, or is it time to jump to the very end of the article where he said well, the most important thing? Well, um, where was the – I'm looking for – I have it open here. I'm looking for for the one quote that turns into – that quickly turns into gibberish. Oh, yeah, here it is. All right, let me just read this quote. (laughs) This is the gibberish quote that no one could figure out what it means. So um, the the reporter asked him something about, um, um, like, they can't use just set prices to what the market would bear or something about, you know, how how you can afford these players. Where he was saying, yes, that's what I wanted to get to. Well, yeah, but here's his response after that. Okay. And there was gibberish. He says, well, that's a good question. But let's say we sat down and showed you the financials for the Orioles. There yeah. he goes again. Why does he say that? Why does he? First of all, why does he always go like? Stop bringing up opening the books <laughs> unless you're going to open the books. I know it's, it's like an embarrassing moment. You're just bringing back up, like, right. dude. Uh, like, anyway, Conley's available. Just give him a call. He says, um, "You will quickly see if we were to open the financials. You will quickly see that when people talk about giving this player two hundred million, that player one hundred fifty million." We would be so financially underwater that you have to raise prices massively. Now, are people going to come and pay that? I don't know if we're at the – Josh, here, mix yes. that's the last part. I don't know if we're at the limit, to your point. I don't know if we're in equilib- equilibrium, elasticity, supply and demand. <laughs> Maybe we are, but really that's just one team. What I'm really trying to think about is macro. Yeah. Hey, exactly. <laughs> what does that even mean? It, it is it is i like your michael scott analogy because it's it's a guy it's 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 almost like tommy boyish when when he when he goes in and, and is doesn't know what he's doing and is trying to fill in for his dad's steps yeah and not be himself and or it's like, like charlie day uh, always said he tried to pretend to be a lawyer or exactly exactly bird law <laughs> Right, right. It's guys going in and pretending to be where they're at. He, I think the text to you, I said, it's clear every time he opens his mouth that he's never lived in the real world. Yeah. Because and it's all gibberish. The reporter's next thing, that the next thing the reporter wrote made me, made me just want so badly to have the audio tapes of the interview. Because his next, the next thing the, yeah. the writer of the article writes, I don't know who it is, the, uh, Tyler Kepner. Yeah. Um, the, the next thing he writes, he says, Angelus offered wide-ranging theories on baseball economics, talking points perhaps for future labor negotiations with with the union. <laughs> so, like, I, if that was not the wide-ranging theories on baseball economics, I would love to hear audio of John Angelos going off on a wide range of topics related to baseball economics. Right. Aye, aye, aye. Is it all right? Did all that gibberish? I see some people defending him for that gibberish, saying what he's trying to do is fix baseball as a whole so that the small market teams can compete with the big market teams, which is one thing, except your small market team is the best team in the American League right now. So your small market team is not only competing, but better than those large market teams. Yeah, that kind of hurts your argument, right? 
Um, so here's a quote, Josh, that, I mean, here's what the article, the article says this. All right, what, um, Brian, the Orioles' Brian, 70 million payroll this season ranks 28th out of 30 teams. This is largely a function of the players' lack of service time, which limits their earning power in the peculiar economy of baseball. Angeles has a lot of qualms with that system. And here's Angeles' quote. The hardest thing to do in sports is to be a small market team in baseball and be competitive because everything is stacked against you. Everything, he said. <laughs> and then um, the, the writer writes, and he and Angelos conceded that it might not be feasible for his popular young core to be career Orioles like yeah. Brooks Robinson, Jim Palmer, and and Cal yeah. Jr. That that Why? was if you, if you Google Orioles news, yes. the highlight Why is say that John Angelos says he can't afford his players, right? Why even say that when we all know the Orioles were like one of the top profitable teams last year? We know the amount of money that's coming in and out. We don't see the books because you won't open the books. And if you were to open the books, Josh, it'd be clear that the Orioles can't afford them. Right. It would show that you're making money. Attendance is up this year. You're making money. We're seeing that you can afford it. And I don't know if you're just trying to get more money from New York and other teams, but you can afford it. Yeah, that's what I don't know. Is this a play... Is all of this just kind of ploy to say, you know, for us to continue to exist as a franchise, we need more money from Maryland? Is that what this all is? This all just about How? that stupid lease? Oh, and this doesn't like the release partnership yes. agreement. Partnership, partnership. <laughs> because because in order to build this brand new Baltimore and pushing it higher, we need to come together as government and private, and we can do something amazing. Yeah. You know, can can I ask a, a question, kind of big picture with this? Okay, because I have questions, big picture too. Go ahead. All right, all this drama with Michael Elias the past couple of weeks, everything's blowing up. He was John Angelus. Yeah, I or with Michael Elias. You talking about Michael Elias? John, John Angelus. John Angelus. Okay. I was saying there maybe there's another wrinkle um, here. Why did Kyler Kepner get this interview? I don't have any issues with Tyler Kepner, but he is. He's been working, writing for the New York Times since 2000. He is a Mets beat reporter for the past two years. Before that, he was a Yankees beat reporter. How did he get this interview with John Angelos? How did this happen? And why did, where was everyone else? Surely, Rock works for him. He could have circled and tried to make this somewhat legible and tried to make him not come out as a fool. Why did John Angelos give this to this Mets beat reporter? I don't understand. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's almost re- like they were just yeah. in the stands next to each other, and he didn't realize that Kepner's a reporter, and it's just he's taking notes like they're fans talking. I don't understand where this came from. Um, I, I assume that there was a prior relationship there, but but maybe there wasn't. I mean, he did write a couple of weeks ago, um, about the Orioles specifically, an article called "A New Generation of Orioles Magic," um, a couple of weeks ago. So do you so, think do you think Angela saw that and said, "Hey, that guy wrote a great article about the Orioles. He'll cover me and write a great article." Because there's maybe. nothing. This I mean, I mean, I think good. he wanted. He didn't want to do it with Rock because there's less cre- cre- credibility there as opposed to doing with a national. But does it care, reach? He's doing. He want to do a national audience. He's, but does he, he care about? Audience. Does he care about credibility, or does he care about making himself look good, or does he think that he is so smart that like? it's just all going to come out and everyone's going to praise him and be like, Oh, sorry. We love you. Angelos. You're going to save Baltimore. You're the hero. We didn't need Josh. It's not that complicated. I think, listen, he wants to get this lease. He wants to get this money. Right. But how did, how did this help? Well, he wants to, what he thinks 
Let me make this argument on a national stage. And people will say, oh, he's trying to save Baltimore by building schools and clinics at the warehouse. That's what he thinks. He thinks the, um, he's this. Yeah, let's get him a cape. Yeah. And, and, but it backfired because people <laughs> think <laughs> he looks like a jerk in this interview. Extremely backfired. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, and my issue too is, and again, maybe he's saying all this just because he's trying to get that lease money. Do, do you? But honestly, if you're an owner, it, it goes back to that watching the movie Moneyball, right? Same idea. How how do the athletics of the small market be quiet? Stay away. Market? And and so what did Billy Bean do? Did did he throw up his arms and say the system's broke? I hate oh, no. everything. No, he's the, like, let me find a solution within this system that we're yep, in. Yep. Of course, he um, never won a World Series. Right. We we, we see the Rays signing Wander Franco. This is a terrible example to a long term deal. We see the Braves, a better example, lock up a core of their young players for the next, you know, seven, eight years. Yep. The answer to doing this to competing as a small market is to sign players early on, because you're right. If other oh. Rutschman hits free agency and Gunnar Henderson hits free agency and Grace Rodriguez hits free agency all within a couple of years of each other and throw Jackson holiday on that list too. No team in baseball can afford all those players at the same time. Yes. No team. Right. So yeah, point taken. So what do right. you do? You get a you couple sign, of them. You sign them now. You sign Gunnar Henderson this offseason. Yep. You sign Adley Rutschman this or next offseason. You 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 space it out and you get them young. And you tap on one, two, three more years to the end of your deal. So you end right. up paying them just you know a reasonable rate. You pay and, them more up front and so you can pay them less on the back end than you would if they hit free, free agency. Yep. It's not, and not rocket science. Other teams are right. doing this. Soros can do this. And you win baseball, more money comes in. You win a World Series, it makes it all worth it. And it gives you another runway. Yeah. You make but, money. But again, John Angeles doesn't care about a World Series. He doesn't. No, he cares about saving Baltimore. Right. He doesn't care about a winning baseball team. He doesn't. No. In, in fact, it's, I think part of them might be bothered that the Orioles are now winning because now the fans expect him to spend money. Where this, if they didn't win, he wouldn't have to spend money. Is this that John Angelos wants to be it to all be about John Angelos and not about the Orioles, but be about John Angelos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, it's I, about the Angelos family, not about the Baltimore Orioles. Right. And that's unfortunate that you have an owner who doesn't care about your baseball team winning. Right. It's, it's an unfortunate place to be. It's very, it's very frustrating. Um, it's amazing they, we've had so much success. Right. Like this. All right. So they're going to get this lease done by December thirty first. They got to get something done. Josh, I, I don't know anything now with John Angelos. He's a freak. Go back is, to the Charlie Dickenberg. He's a, he's a wild card. Okay, he's a wild card. I don't, I don't know. There is no way we give him an extra three hundred million. No, he's no. not getting that. Right. He's not going to get that. He keeps saying he wants it. But he's not going to get it. It makes no, no sense to give it to him, right? So There's no reason, right? So is it he going to cost sign? the state six hundred million because they got to get the same with the Ravens? He's he, all right. He's not leaving Baltimore. No, we he know can't that leave Baltimore. They, well, I, I don't think MLB know. will let him leave Baltimore, even, even if he wanted to. No, he's not going to leave Baltimore. The Orioles aren't going anywhere. Let's stop bringing that part up. 
No, but, I didn't bring it up. So I don't know why you say stop bringing it up. I didn't bring it up. I'm I'm speaking to the listener. I'm speaking to the internet. Oh, you're talking to Nestor. Okay, gotcha. T- <laughs> I, is Nestor still around? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I'm saying this guy, I like it goes back to the very beginning of the show. I hate how many of these sell the team. John Angelos is a clown shirts. I'm selling because I resisted for the past year to not make this shirt because I didn't want to. You don't want to spread the negativity. I get and it. And now I've ordered one for myself. Right. Because our guy is a clown. It is ridiculous. And and I don't know. Our, this Every report about the Orioles needs should be about how this young, amazing team is defying the odds. And instead, he could have gotten amazing reports uh, written about how this team is John Angelos had given Michael Elias the reins and let him run with it. But for some reason, John needs all the stories to be about John and it backfires every single time. It's an existential issue. Yeah. Uh, the, but the, the interesting thing here is if I'm John Angelos and I don't know if it's on the table, I don't know. P- Peter's health. He's, I, he's still alive, right? Yeah. This, so when he dies, do we get like a parade? Through the like, they're gonna take his body and just take it straight through the center of Baltimore, right? Yeah, like, I mean, kind of like a kind of like if the Pope died or whatever. Yeah, props it, to him for for hanging on. My my son asked me; he was looking at it. He has a book of presidents, and he was asking me what presidents are still alive. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at, and I got to Jimmy Carter, and I was like, mm, I don't, I don't think he is. I don't no, think Jimmy, he died. No, and but I had to look it up, and he is he's still alive. alive. He's alive. <laughs> okay, I, I he's ninety nine he years old. He's in hospice, but he's still alive. Right. Um, but it's like, Josh, when, if, if, when, you know, we all will pass away one day when Peter passes on, there was always talk about the possibility of selling the team. Yes. And, and I gotta say, Josh, if team you low. are someone else and people keep on saying Cal Ripken, I don't think Cal Ripken has this kind of money. No. But if, they, if you're someone else, there might not be a better franchise to buy that than the Orioles. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- yes. think about it. You yes. you are handed on a platter a great GM, an owner, a guarantee almost that right. you're going to be in contention for the next ten years with this second young players. Right. I mean, owners would kill, or potential owners would kill for. I mean, you have people trying to buy the Nationals. Who wants on the Nationals right now? I mean, no, you right. would have people. I mean, do you think Cohen regrets buying the Mets? Do you think he would prefer the Orioles right now? I think yes. if Cohen could make could do it well, over. Except I think Cohen I, would rather have the Orioles. Yeah, except I think he was a Mets fan before buying them. Yeah, I know. I know. And you get the tricky. huge media market. You know, it's, it's like if you and I had a billion do- had billions of dollars, would we be interested in buying the Rays? No, we'd want to buy the Orioles. Yeah, but if you're interested in two things, winning and making money. It's the Orioles. I mean, it's the Orioles, right? It's the, the, the Oriole way. And that's the insane thing about this whole conversation is he is sitting – crying like a little baby. There's nothing harder in sports than to be the small market when he is sitting on a freaking gold mine of a team that everyone would kill to be a part of right now of how we're set up now and in the future. Right. Again, top farm system. Our baseball team right now, Josh, is great. Great baseball team. By the way, we also have the top farm system in baseball. Yeah. The best, one of the best teams in the American League in all of baseball on, on our major league roster right now, and the top farm system in baseball. Right. Can we think about that? Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't happen often. Plus, he's King Masson. 
He's got <laughs> he has not only his market but the Nats market also. Yeah, I, so, I mean it's insane. It's well, John Angelos is so freaking fortunate of who his dad is, and the little ungrateful punk is sitting there complaining about nope. competing. It's time sell the to, freaking team to someone yep. who actually can do hard things because John obviously is incapable of doing hard things. So sell the it's, team to someone who can do these hard things. It is crazy. It's yeah. it's it's. But yeah, that's why he'll never sell the team because it's too profitable. Yeah, it's a it's a Dan Snyder situation. And they will have to all... find some major things wrong with him yeah, and how he's things in order to to get him out of it. Yeah, someone needs to do a documentary on John Ellis one day because this is all fascinating. How he came in with a bunch of goodwill and how, how quickly it all went downhill. Right. Ay, ay, ay. We defended John for so long. We were the, team John over team Lou the, with Brady right. Anderson. Exactly. <laughs> the Orioles will be here. So I don't think it would be much better with Lou, to be honest. No, no, no. No, Lou and his spy in the clubhouse. No, yeah, no okay. we need that was different issues. Yeah, clearly, no. Peter did not raise his kids well. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Um, anything else we didn't get to? <laughs> I think we covered it. Uh, tough loss for the Orioles tonight. Uh, Bauman blowing it in the 10th. But we had a great week. Bounce back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a, a, an important se- uh, series with the, you know, with, with, with the Blue Jays. It feels more important for them than for us. But it, it, it's important for us because... I mean, we're trying to win the division. Right. And um, I don't know what the Rays did tonight, but, oh, they, they crushed the Rockies. Be- be- yeah, they, they won. So, yeah, so now all of a sudden our our lead is just two games, which feels quite quite small. Yeah. Hey, you know what I was looking at yesterday? I was thinking of going, and it, it's a little tricky because I'm also trying to go up for some playoff baseball. But I was looking, and uh, we, have a, we have a weekend in Boston. So I was thinking of flying up to Boston for some weekend baseball. Oh, really? Because I've always wanted to go to Fenway, and I always said, I don't want to go unless the Orioles are good because I don't want to go there and lose games. Yeah. And we got a nice weekend series in like two or three weeks. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at doing that. I'm also looking at, uh, back to our flight discussion, of Frontier Air. If anyone's flown Frontier, let me know because they got some like $300 all-you-can-fly deals, which could really help me out with some playoff flights. So, oh, that's that us. Yeah, they fly out of Atlanta and Orlando. And Orlando. <laughs> so. All right. All right, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Go yep. to iTunes if you like the show. Subscribe on iTunes. Right. Follow. Our, join our. Di- join the Discord. Yeah, join, join he, even, even when you and I are quiet on there, everyone else ha- keeps it going. Yeah, um, so it's yeah. full of smart people, logical opinions. Yeah, much better conversations there than on X. Yeah, yeah, a little more personal than than X too. It's just everybody. Um, yeah, so, so follow us on or jo- join our Discord group. Yep, uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Josh Roca at Birdland Sports. Yeah, you follow me at Section 336. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go oh Angelo, sell the team.